Welcome back to High School Backups Podcast. Obviously, I am not Nick. Nick is busy right now, so your boy Jake is back to host. Very quickly, we're going to point you to some other content that we've been posting for everybody. On Sunday, we posted a Welcome Lakers back to High video. School what the hell is wrong with the Lakers? You want to go check that out? It's on the channel. Yesterday, we posted a college football reaction video, talked about Georgia, Tennessee, all the implications for the college football playoff. And tomorrow, there's going to be a mid-season mock draft video for the NFL. Should definitely check it out. Also, hit the like button, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Greatly appreciate it. It really help us out. Now, let's just get into the episode. Andrew, I know that you've got some World Cup stuff to cover, so go for it. Um, as of right now, it's starting this week. A lot of teams are starting to put out their rosters. Um, Brazil already introduced theirs. A lot of star players. They're also bringing back 38-year-old Danny Alves, center back, uh, which is an interesting take for the Brazilians to do. But I understand why, because they want to solidify that backfield with someone who's a veteran. Um, then you have U.S. releasing their rosters tomorrow. So I will be retweeting that out once it's posted. And I will probably be uh, tweeting out a bunch of stuff on if I like it or not and how the boys feel as well. And I'm really hoping that the... U.S. roster is not going to be complete garbage, but we can only hope. <laughs> That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Oh, man. Andrew, keep us updated on anything that happens with the World Cup. You know how it goes. Some football oh, yeah. news. Some football news. Uh, Josh Allen is being evaluated for an elbow injury. Uh, this abs- uh, I think Pat McAfee tweeted out something that said this could absolutely affect his career long-term, not just in the short term. This is something he's going to have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, when people get this injury, they're out about four weeks. I think Josh Allen's a beast. I think he'll play through it. Probably yes. N- probably not to this better judgment, but he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Any other injury news on the? Any other big injury news on the NFL front this week? Yes, I'll have to find it. But uh, the Packers uh, star pass rusher who leads the team with five sacks, oh, Rashawn he... Gary, tore his ACL. Right. Yep. They're, I mean, they're doing MRIs to see the extent of the damage, but realistically, he's done for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't tear your ACL and come back. Yeah. In other news. Unless Odin you're Dennis Be- Smith Jr. Unless you're Dennis Smith Jr. That man well, was born also, with two ACLs and one knee. Well, in other news, uh, Michael Thomas stubbed his toe, so he's going to be out for the rest of the season. <laughs> you know, we have a running back who was shot twice, and he came back in four weeks, and then, you know. Hamstrings. Hey, hey. For... Yeah. Michael Steve. Thomas is a complete garbage player, anyway. Right no, he's not. He's, he's just a bitch. He's just a bitch. It's the biggest bitch I've ever seen. I Bro just, got oh turf toe and misses 15 weeks of the season. I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad. I had him on my fantasy team, and when he plays, he puts up like 22 points a game in a PPR. Yep. Money pick. Except he only played three games. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, it was like the first two weeks people were like, yeah, Michael Thomas is back. He's going to be a lead receiver again. Nope. He was until he was a uh, little bitch. Yeah, the problem is, is that when he plays, he is. But he never yeah. plays. And I'm sure everybody with uh, Keenan Allen's also thinking the same thing because he's been missing ev- He's been missing almost every single practice. It's been a hit for me in my work fantasy league, but it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It's sad. I mean, I was saying, like, I don't really consider Keenan Allen that much of an elite right, right receiver, and I was waiting for him to prove me wrong this season. But 
I'll just sit here sleeping, getting a full night's sleep on him. So whoa, and whoa. losing. No Keenan Allen slander. Keenan Allen's elite. He's a top ten wide receiver in the NFL. He's a great route runner. But I just need to see him play. I know, I know. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think we're missing anything else. The Houston Astros won the World Series. Nobody here is really excited about it. We're not Good covering. Job, cheaters. <laughs> Did they get caught cheating in game two? Twice. Uh, it's. Was he really using? Was he not? It's, I, it's hard to say. You can't it's really. inter- it's an interesting. What even is the accusation? I just literally it's, saw. In game about- two, the the accusation was that uh, what's the guy's name? Frankie Valdez, the pitcher, starting pitcher. Um, he was uh putting foreign substance on the ball. Um, because he uh, they saw they saw him he was going like this, which a pitchers do no matter what, anyways, to warm up the ball to get it, you know, it's just, it's also like a probably a you know nervous tick that a lot of them have just to kind of you know rub the ball, kind of get their nerves down. Um, but then after he's doing that, he's like wiping his pants right before he's walking off when he I think got taken out or whatever. So we were like, oh, see, and I was like, guys, I well, if he really has something on his hands and they check him, he's they're gonna find it. Yeah, also, some Astros player at bat uh, leaned into a pitch to try to get a walk. Yeah, so. which, I mean, that's just like, okay, he's trying to bend the rules. I'm, and if, if the ump gives it to him, the ump gives it to him. But the no, ump, the umpire caught him. He said, no, yeah. get back there. You're out yeah. or something like yep. that. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, if he gets Listen, away with it, cool, but. That's just called competitive advantage. Yeah, that's, that's not that's not cheating. Yeah. If the no. pitcher was cheating, that's a problem. Yeah. That's bad. But today, boys, we're going to mm-hmm. go back and take a look at our preseason predictions for the NFL. I've got them pulled up Ooh. here. Next oh, no. To, oh, God. Next to the current NFL standings. I'm going to share my oh, screen God. real quick, and oh, y'all are going to hate me for this. This will be fun. So our stuff is over here on the left. The current NFL standings are over here on the right. <laughs> Let's just start with the illustrious AFC East. Oh. One thing we got right here uh, is that the Buffalo Bills are on track to, you know, go 12 and 4, 13 and 4, somewhere in that range. Hey, if uh, the Pats it, can still go 12 and 5. Listen, <laughs> listen, just listen. The Bills are on track. Um, the Jets have more wins. <laughs> the Jets have more wins already than we predicted for the entire season. Yep. Uh, yeah, we had the Jets going 4 and 13. Obviously, we're not high on the Jets, and somehow they're at 6 and 3. I still think they're the worst team in the AFC East. Uh, the Patriots play them in two weeks. I think the Patriots are going to beat them again. I know they just beat Buffalo. I was going to say. What is up with their road record? They're 4-0 on the road and 2-3 and three at home. That's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. <laughs> what is up there? Well, it's those, uh, but those three before. losses, those three losses, two of them are against division rivals. That's a yeah. huge, that's huge against the Bills right there. If they well, can't also, play well like, against division rivals, that's like oh yeah. that is that is big for them. Well, the the Jets also kind of put showed that uh, the possibility of being able to beat the Bills. I mean, that really shows that if Josh Allen does not play well, they don't have a running game they can rely on, and that defense just, it's, it's Allen or nothing. Yeah, it's I mean, really Allen oh, yeah. or nothing. I could have told you that. 100. I mean, I knew it was, but like they just made it apparent that like anybody can go in there. Not yeah, anybody. I mean, that's why, but once Allen starts cooking, like they're gonna beat you by you know multiple by two plus scores. So that's I mean I, they either gonna blow you out or they're gonna lose a close game. But they did. I'm gonna give the Bills a nod because they beat a they won in Arrowhead in a close game and a comeback win, and then they beat they were able to come back against the Ravens as well. So I'll give them that. So I like the Bills at the top. I can't believe 
Jets. I'm just have two more wins than what we already predicted. Listen, I like the Bills are fine. The Bills are going to be fine. No matter what happens to the Bills, they're going to be fine. I not lose. I told y'all. I told y'all when we were doing this video that the Patriots, as much as I love them, would not be twelve and five. I hey, told you. You can't say it yet. They still have a chance. They can run Look the at this, Austin. <laughs> they Look can run this. the table. <laughs> oh, this is exact like this is where I had them. I was like nine and eight, ten and seven, that makes sense. Like that'll be fine. And I think they have actually won and lost almost every game that we I predicted them to, except they swapped the Bears and the Colts game. Mm, yep. Yeah, that uh I think five, I mean there are teams that have been five and four that we have a lot higher hopes for. It's just five and four. One of those losses is is a thirty three to fourteen loss against the Bears. So that's where I'm kind of like uh, I don't know about twelve and five. But listen, just you know? running quarterbacks have always given Belichick and Saban defenses for that matter problems. Justin Fields just when Justin Fields is on, he's on and he's a great quarterback when he's playing well. I mean he just did it against the Dolphins too a couple days ago. The Dolphins are six and three. Somehow we had them at eight and nine. I thought we had them ranked better than this. I really did. I thought we had them at ten and seven. But no, we all one... thought that Tua was going to be a bust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little that bit off on that. Well. I did what is, not. What I is didn't. wild? What is wild about the AFC East, boys? that the Patriots are one game out of being the seven seed and having every team in the AFC East be in the playoffs at this current moment in time. They are yes. currently the eighth seed, uh, have a tiebreaker over the Bengals. Wow. I love that. I absolutely love that. Oh, man. We're going to move on to the AFC West. And we don't my have only to. Reaction, my only reaction here is, oh, man, what happened? <laughs> Where is it? What Russell Wilson is a wash. Just go be a pat. He is done. What like, is washed? Sorry, this is becoming a what did Jake tell you episode. Because again, <laughs> what did Jake tell you when we did the you can't put the Chiefs anywhere but first in the AFC West? What did Jake tell you? What's uh, worse Justin me? Herbert is just not quite ready to take that leap over Mahomes. He's just not. I mean, when you have a lot of injured receivers, too, and, and the biggest surprise is J.C. Jackson. <laughs> that boy is a system quarterback. <laughs> so, I mean, but I got to say with the Chiefs, though, Chiefs, I've still – they're a number one, but you got to think they are still a beatable team. Here's the thing with the Chiefs. They had to go to overtime against the Titans with no receivers – and a quarterback that they clearly had no faith in. So, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I the Chiefs are definitely a beatable well, team. But Patrick Mahomes with time and efficiency, now it's like big plays are one thing. But when there are a lot of times he marches down the field slowly and, and just doesn't get touched at all, there are some plays I'm like, how are these receivers getting open? How is Travis Kelsey not getting covered? It's... It's honestly like I hate I feel bad for any team that loses against them because it's like just stop them because they just are able to move. It's crazy. Um the Titans, let me let me let me say something about them. Mm. Mike Fable, you are an idiot. You have 
Derrick Henry. And I'm saying this especially because I have a bone to pick with you because I had Derrick Henry and I needed him to go off. <laughs> and he did, but I needed – he had nine for 92 and a touchdown at half. You couldn't just let me have that again in the second half? Like, oh, my God. Okay, you have Derrick Henry averaging seven yards a carry. And you're up on the Chiefs in the second half. He only had 17 carries. I know he had 32 the last two weeks, or like 30 the last two weeks. Okay, give him 24. Like, give him 24. That would have given them at least one extra field goal or a touchdown because they would have moved it down into the red zone on one of those drives that they just kept punting on. I was like, dude, Malik, I, I'm, I'm glad you're giving him some some uh, opportunity, and you like. I think he looked decent. You got the king in the backfield. Run it down their throats. Like Marshawn said, run it into their face over and over and over. You have to break the Chiefs' spirit. I think yeah, the bigger also- problem with that is, is that it's not even just like you got Malik Willis, who's a rookie quarterback. You don't have any receivers for him to throw to except exactly. the trees. Like, and don't get me wrong, Robert Woods is good, but he's not A.J. Brown. I saw a tweet mm-hmm. that was facetious, and it was like, Dang, you know what the Titans were missing today? An AJ Brown caliber wide receiver. It's hard to get those. And when you shoot yeah. them, you gotta keep them. I laugh my ass off at that. But Bro, going they, back yeah. to the Chiefs and what Steven said about the Chiefs, honestly, dude, it's the same thing that Tom Brady did in the New England for years. It was mm-hmm. methodical, it's quick, and I mean, mm-hmm. even though they like the Bucks haven't been wonderful, Tom Brady's been fine. Everybody's yep. ragging on Tom. When in Dude, reality, he looked he's so good last week. He's undefeated he now that the divorce is done. They <laughs> <laughs> also. Oh, man. That was a post on Facebook. Fun fact oh, the actual court, uh, the actual, like, uh, like, court hearing or court date for the divorce was 33 minutes and done. Tom's like, ah. let me just get back oh, to football. Separation agreements. Separation yeah. agreements. Yeah. No, but honestly, like, when it comes down to the Chiefs, right? Patrick Mahomes, you're not going to be able to stop him now that he actually can read defenses. Apparently, for the first couple of years in the NFL, he just couldn't read defenses and was just chucking yep. it up. Accurate. He's not, like, a lot of people still have that picture of Mahomes in their head when they picture Pat Mahomes' play. That is not it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, he is methodical, he is smart, and he's athletic i mean his arm is second to none besides josh allen like they go head to head for the strongest arm in the nfl i'd and say herbert's got a shot at them the three of them Herbert, probably herbert's up there herbert's up there i think i definitely think allen and mahomes have the two top strongest i'd say herbert's yeah. somewhere in that three four range i can't think of anybody else who has a stronger arm than herbert besides those two guys but that guy from comes... what was it, texas a&m <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the guy right last year for coming in the draft, they were like, oh my god, look at his arm. And he throw it like standing like 75 or something. Yeah, so something you know what I'm something. talking about though, right? Wasn't it from Texas a and yes. I don't, I don't yeah, think he was an A&M guy because I don't remember scouting or looking at or reviewing an a okay. guy. I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody that you were talking about last year coming. Well, yeah, I thought it was like an A&M or something. And well, mine was the only one I came into the, into the NFL A&M. Who? Kellen Mond was the only one from two years ago. That, that was two years ago. Oh, that two yeah, years ago? but there was nobody. There was nobody maybe that's, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of, maybe. Was Ma- he the one Kellen that Mond the... does. Kellen Mond does have an arm, but Malik Willis was the one from Liberty that has the arm. Yeah, I think, I think Malik no, Willis. No, I'm thinking was... of somebody else then. I'll look it's it not up. a big deal either way. Not a big deal. But honestly, I told you all the Chiefs were going to be the top team in the, US, in the West. I think that's going to stay that way. 
What is up with the Raiders? They can't play on the road. Zero five. Really? McDaniel's I, what's going on over here? I, I gotta say, McDaniel's. I think isn't a quarterback, or maybe he's just he's just secretly sabotaging Derek Carr to get rid of him. Who knows? <laughs> but that's no. Mike cannot be a coach. They should have known that. Secretly sabotaging Derek Carr's trade values so the Patriots can trade for Derek Carr. Ah. <laughs> oh, then they fire Josh McDaniels and he comes back and goes, All right, Derek Carr, I'm actually going to use you properly. I actually love that idea. I, that's that's a, actually pretty. I would that like is a Derek joke. Carr. Roll Mac Jones. That's no, true. I don't, I don't want, I don't want Carr. I, that is Guys, a joke. I've been saying Roll this Mac forever. Jones. Cam Newton is still available, but okay, no. we'll move on. From Number yeah, one, so, is, not- so is Odell Beckham Jr. Calm down. Um, Number one thing, though, is that uh, <laughs> the Packers and the Raiders, It's uh, I love how Devontae leaves to go there. And it's like, dude, you should have just stayed with Rodgers. They'd be so much better right now. Dude, yes. it does. Honestly, I can't even put this on the Raiders' offense. Their defense has just been atrocious. Yes. Right. No, I'm like, with you on that. They're, 201. They're also, what the the Chargers? What is this point differential? What is going mm-hmm. on here? What is up? This is oh. not a defense that should be giving up this much, po- this many points. I, no. I just I on can't. paper zero shot. Yeah. No. Actually, I do have to say their... the Raiders' offense isn't an amazing though. If you have to be honest, they have 183, and that's really not that great. Uh, it's yeah. less than the Patriots have, so no. That's my that's my benchmark for halfway decent offense. Right. So their their <laughs> yeah. defense is bad, and then their offense is uh, close to bad. So it's really just. Devontae Adams. And if Adams had stayed with the Packers, right now the Packers would probably be... My biggest problem with the Raiders is that they don't... Like, I know their line is garbage, but they don't use Josh Jacobs enough. Josh Jacobs is a decent running back, and, like, I get it. Your offensive line is absolutely garbage. But why wouldn't you at least try to establish the run game at some point in the near future? Please. 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 He went off before this week. Two weeks in a row. He had a Great game. Thank yeah. God he was on my Tell team. Tell me about it. He's the other one who went off against me for 43 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Austin. Andrew, you get, didn't need him. Austin uh, can't catch a break in our fantasy league. It's so bad. Well, uh, we should go into fantasy at the end. If, I'm, down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. definitely can. Let's go to the uh, uh, Ravens. Let's go to the AFC Ravens. North. Oh, that's another goose honestly, egg. This, honestly, no. This is about where I thought it was going to end up. Somehow we had the Steelers at 11 and 6. We, uh, we are definitely a little high on the Bengals. <laughs> no, no, okay. Here's the thing, right? I told Nick that the Baltimore Ravens receivers' problems wouldn't matter because Lamar Jackson is too good. And he kept, and everybody kept saying, no, no, they don't have any receivers. They're going to go 9-8. and eight. They're going to be bad. I'm like, I'll have to go back and check the tape, but I'm pretty sure I was with you on the fact that no, they would you were, you were You were I, with me. I also, I got to say, I wasn't here for this here. episode. Think about it, I don't think I was here for this episode. I don't no, think I don't were think you were either. But it was, it was mostly Nick and Kyle. <laughs> I was against you for a while, Jake, but like it was just because I didn't think trading away Hollywood Brown was probably a mistake in the beginning. But mm-hmm. like Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews have been like top solidified receivers for that first part of the okay. season. Yeah. For the first three but, games, like, Rashad yeah, it. yeah, and then it's just like it went all downhill for. Duvernay's been good, especially for Justin. That's oh, a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. That is. That is 100% true. Um, but, like, I don't know. The team, the team still has faith. Um, the run game with Lamar and the running backs by committee, I think 
finally going by a running back committee and not having to solidified RB1 for them allows them to be more flexible in that option, and I think that's why they've been so much more dominant um, finishing out the rest of the season. No, that's I a think, fact. I think also, I think Lamar Jackson as well, um, using his legs not so much to run as much, but to extend, <clears throat> extend plays, that can definitely help your offense out a lot with getting your receivers open. And at the same time, if Mark Andrews is healthy, that's still a very good tight end that he can deal with, that he can throw to. So with that, I mean, when you're running around, you have a, a defense that's focused on your tight end, you definitely can, you know, get other receivers open or just sign Odell Beckham. But we'll see. So here was the thing before the season that Austin and I were harping on is that in that Ravens offense, you don't necessarily need the best wide receivers possible because of the fact that they run about 30, 35 times a game. So the play action opens a lot of stuff up, like right over the middle. You don't need the best receivers or the best route runners on the planet. They just need to catch the ball and run. And I think Austin and I were harping on that, and whoever was making decisions at the time didn't want to listen to us, which That's is it. fine. That was definitely Nick. That was definitely Nick. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals, yeah, absolutely. Um, a little hot. My fiance endearingly calls them the Cincinnati Bengal Cats. You're what? You're who? <laughs> my, who? My who? What? Endearingly oh, calls no! them the Cincinnati Bengal Cats. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Let me That's see those little... diamond rings in the chat, people. <laughs> There's too many of them going around right now. If you like it, then you just put a ring I'll represent the boomers. Oh, no, you're signing your life away. Okay, you're good to go. <laughs> oh, no, no, you love this one, Jake. First, uh, there's three rings. You know what the three rings are? Which, go ahead. <laughs> First, you get the engagement ring. Then you get the wedding ring. And then comes the suffering. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, Super Bowl ring. Another ring, but I won't say think, that on live. I would have loved if your wife walked in behind you on that. Oh, she's heard it. Don't worry. <laughs> no, my my favorite saying is "love of my life, cause of my strife." I think that's. Yeah. Cool. I think that's <laughs> that the was one. good. <laughs> that's but a good one. Definitely oh a God. little high on the Bengals. I mean, they struggled coming out of the gate. The Super Bowl hangover kind of caught them. Um, I mean, I guess it's fair. They're back. They're back to winning. They're back to doing what they do. Yeah, like yeah, I, knew- I think I think they finally have been able to establish the rest of their receiving core. Like Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are finally making few more strides in the receiving game but you know jamar chase definitely was a huge huge x factor on their team that like without it there it's just like i don't know where they're gonna go like but, i think they could flop in the end the question is can joe burrow ever get back to his rule because he's if he is he's gonna bring a curse of first-time quarterbacks getting to the bowl and never getting if they Listen. lose Joe Burrow. No, uh, no, Brady did that. They lost the Super Bowl, and then they won it that year. He won his first Super Bowl he went to. He won the first three Super Bowls he went to. (laughs) Yep, yep. No, no, the first – so it's something that that I heard – I don't think it's actually – I don't know if it's every quarterback that's ever gone or if it's just, like, the last however many. I forget I heard it last year at the Super Bowl. They were talking about it. Yeah. Um, But it was a stat saying that I think it was everyone of the first-time quarterbacks that get to a Super Bowl and don't win it that year, they don't get back. No, Jim oh. Kelly went to four straight, dude. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. So uh, it wasn't John, that's just no. John Elway definitely lost his first one and then came back and won two. So they were it was some crazy stat that they were talking it's about. It's def like, I think that's a recent stat where it's like like Drew Brees never went back. Um Well Drew Brees won. Of, 
Aaron Rodgers no, right. won another right. one. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers won. won. Never mind. You're right. Okay. I'm I don't not know thinking what about this too much longer. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know what, remember what it was. There was something crazy where there, at least recent, that there were like a, a number of quarterbacks before him that haven't been able to get back after they've gone and lost. That's fair enough. No, that's definitely that's probably true. Honestly, the Browns are right where we expected them to be, and honestly, I think the Steelers are where a couple of us expected them to be, and others didn't. I actually think I was higher on the Steelers because I think Mike Tomlin's a great head coach. But here we yeah, are I was pretty low saying. on them. Also, part of that is because there is no reason. I like I don't know what it is. Um, Najee Harris this year, but he is god awful. I don't know if it's the line. It's Partly. a little bit of both. It's, it's their a, line is awful, but, and he he isn't making good decisions either. He's yes. not making good decisions, and he like he's not running through people like he was last. Like everything about stats, they're terrible. He is like averaging like a ridiculously low number yards per carry. Part of that's the line, but like he's just not the guy. He doesn't right look. Now. He doesn't look the same dude. He doesn't look like the same dude. I'm mad. I spent a second round pick on this man. Yeah, anybody oh. is. I mean, there's no reason he should be bad. Like there is no reason for this. Um, there's no reason for this amount of regression. If it was a little bit, I'd be like, okay, yeah, your line's kind of trash, whatever. But there is no reason for the amount of regression we've seen from Najee Harris. Yes. Um, also, I need as much as I I think he's a terrible human being. I need um, Deshaun Watson to come back and save my team because oh my god. No, no. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're you're the trash human being that drafted Deshaun Watson. No, no, no. I picked him up like. Three weeks trash. ago, trash. I thought trash Steven human being. Trash human being. Hey, trash. I don't care because if he, if, if the NFL is the idiots that let him play, I'm going to. Oh, trash. it's the NFL's <laughs> fault. We can blame them. It's okay. Exactly. It's not my fault. Dude, I hate it. Like a, I not hate win. About it. Hey, if he wins me the league, I, I <laughs> oh, I'm I'm waiting for. There's going to be a lot of like social media memes and TikToks of like. It's like uh, what it cost everything Thanos kind of level stuff of just regretting <laughs> having to draft him. They're already Listen. doing that for Tom Brady and Giselle's divorce. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what did it cost? Ev- literally everything. When he gets a whole family. When he gets his eighth ring and he, they put now an, an eighth spot for the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's like, what did it cost? <laughs> everything. <laughs> Oh man, oh, let's move into the AFC South. This is shaping up essentially how we thought it would. We were a little bit lower on the Titans, a little bit higher on the Colts. I think that was justifiable at the beginning of the season. Obviously, after what we have seen, the pa- uh, the Patriots defense just put the Colts in an absolute blender. <laughs> yeah. So, like, can we talk about the fact that the the, Do they the not have defense Qu- doesn't make sense to me sometimes? First like, and foremost, I have to ask, <laughs> do the Colts not have Quentin Nelson? I couldn't watch the game because I was out of No, mind. they do. He's he's on their line. I thought he was out last week, though. No, was, he played this week. He I saw him yeah. like get in a shoving match with uh, one of our defensive tackles. Okay. Okay. That's nuts because Quentin Nelson, even though is the only good player on that offensive line, normally when he plays, they're very, very good for some reason. Yep. Like, they're trash without him. But when he plays, for some reason, he gels that entire line together. No, the Pats defense doesn't make any sense because it shouldn't be good, but it's top tier every time they play. Every year. Every well, year. Well, it's not even that. It's like week to week this year. It's like I don't know which one I'm getting. Well, think about it. I mean, the only time we've really given up points this year is against two running quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. And yeah. I said it going into the game that Justin Fields is not bound to but is probably going to have a very good game because the Patriots defense is like – Teaching people how to contain those guys is just not easy. There's a reason that nobody can really do it. So I honestly didn't 
I didn't expect us to lose to the Bears, but I thought it would be closer than what people thought. But yes. that's my analysis there. <laughs> yeah, and the problem with that game was the fact that the the offensive line couldn't block for crap that game. Well, no, yeah, it was, the last game, it was the last game they had Roquan and uh, Robert Quinn too, so that's absolutely awesome. yeah. I mean, that's that's fair, <laughs> but like that's a still. that's a bad that's a bad. <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah, that's that's not a. I just I don't know. I gotta say with the Colts, I think even though we kind of got the Colts, you know, I mean the Titans and the Colts flipped. I think realistically though, the Colts are by far and away much more disappointing because you can. How can you lose games with? You know, you do have a very, you have a very good receiver, Michael Pittman. Like week one, he was looking great. You know, Jonathan Taylor, if he's healthy, week one again, he looked fantastic. Sorry, Austin, it's okay. And then Matt Ryan is a much more competent quarterback and more athletic than what they've had in a while too. So I really, and this defense. Carson Wentz is way more athletic than Matt Ryan. Don't even go there. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say more competent in terms of Matt Ryan and then athletic compared to uh, uh, Phillip Rivers. Well, that's that's fair. That's that's what Matt Ryan was supposed to be this year. And he's not. (laughs) Honestly, I think it's time we admit that Carson Wentz wasn't the problem in Indy. No, he wasn't. Realistically, he's the problem. I don't necessarily think he's the problem in Washington either, but I don't think he's helped the problem. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Um, I really think they should have read. Uh, they should have started the season off with Taylor Heineke, and then put uh, Winston and Heineke was flopping because like their whole entire season flopped right now. And, Here's like, the real thing: they never should have traded away. Um, why can't I think of his name? That's the white guy that looks like every other white guy, quarterback, playing for Minnesota. Kirk, you talking about Thank Kirk you. Cousins? Yeah. Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you like that? Free agency. Do you like that, Austin? Kirk Cousins left in free agency. They didn't get anything for him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he left in free agency? Okay, that's right. He yeah, yeah, they, they didn't get anything for like, him. They didn't trade like, for him. No, they should have re-signed no, him. If they, if they, they really should have because, like, honestly, I think the commanders could be at a better state. I was about ready to say the other name. <laughs> that they prefer us not to call them by anymore. The football team? The, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the Redskins. Oh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> um, yeah, I think they definitely should have kept him. They just, they definitely should have kept him. Uh, he would have been a lot better than what Kirk they've Cousins, been in the carousel. Yeah. And here's the thing: is like people are like, "Oh, Kirk Cousins, blah, blah blah." I'm like, "Okay, here's the thing. You know how hard it is to get a stable quarterback." Like okay, was he? What, is he an Aaron Rodgers? Case no. in point. Case but in he's point a right here. Able quarterback. Case in point is the Indianapolis Colts. Since Andrew Luck left, they've been in shambles. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the idea of of a quarterback making a huge difference. You just look at Tampa Bay Buccaneers with when they got Brady. They went from an eight and nine team, the Buccaneers, bottom of their division, to a Super Bowl champion. Like it's yeah, a quarterback is especially in this league nowadays. You need a quarterback. And here's oh, here's the Steve, other thing. We're gonna get to Jameis Winston in a minute too. We're gonna go to that. So I'm, here's the last thing for this one. Uh, well, actually, two things. Titans. I was way higher on that because I said Derrick Henry was gonna be fine. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's guys. He's gonna be fine." Now it's still early enough. This is where he got hurt last year, but he's gonna be fine. So I think that mm-hmm. you know we should have been higher on them. Um, Colts. Last thing I'll say. I mean, last thing I'll say about the just quarterback in general. You can win with a stable quarterback. You don't need the superstar. If you find him, that's great, but it's so hard to find that. So find the stable quarterback that can compete like a Philip Rivers was. I mean, they didn't win. You can put that on the coaching or other stuff, but like they were constantly 
able to be at a top tier, you know, and the commanders could have been that. Um, you look at like uh, Eli Manning with the Giants. Most of us don't regard him that highly. He, he's just stable, but they won two Super Bowls with him. Like yeah, build I mean, the team and and have a stable quarterback like that for most of it, like as bad as he was at times. No, I mean, I can't disagree with you. I mean, even Geno Smith looks real confident this year. Let's put it that way. Also, (laughs) in other football news, I can't can't really believe that I forgot to mention this. The Colts hired fucking Jeff Saturday as their head coach. Somebody with no experience at all. Okay, I have a theory. I'm not going to lie to you. I have an absolute theory. Yeah. Jim Ursay, first and foremost, doesn't give a fuck. Second, Mm -hmm. I think he hired somebody to literally look at his team from an outside perspective as the head coach and go, this guy sucks, this guy sucks, you need to keep this guy, this guy wants to win, this guy doesn't, get him out of here. I think this is a culture thing. I think he's looking for somebody to tell him. Essentially, think about, like, an outside consultant. That's what Jeff Saturday is going to be as a head coach. (laughs) Well, that's like an outside consultant going into, like, your mom's antique, your grandmother's antique home, being like, ah, I don't like this, and throwing out stuff that probably has more sentimental value. I mean, like, it takes a hammer, like, oh, I don't like this urine. I'm like, oh, cool, that's my great aunt's ashes. Like, this is what we're talking about. Like, okay. (laughs) I I mean, there's a whole controversy, which to a point I get, but at the same time, it's like, ah, we don't have to get, I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like they just don't, yeah, they just don't care at this point. It's like, no one cares about our team. When Frank Wright, who is, I actually believe was a pretty competent coach, but with a roster like that to do that terrible, I can imagine they just don't care anymore. Let me put it this way. If Frank Reich is the next offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, I'm not going to be mad about it. But that's (laughs) basically... Uh, Austin, the only thing I have left to say about the Titans is I was lower on them because they lost a couple linemen and A.J. Brown. So I I was like, okay, even if Derrick Henry returns to form, line's going to be a problem. Obviously, they fixed it. Uh, The first couple games of the year definitely was. They've done a good job of getting back. The Jaguars and Texans are about where we thought they were going to be. The Jaguars are a little bit better than we thought, and the Texans are right around where we thought they were going to be. And surprisingly, the Jaguars don't look like they're better. That's the funny part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) That's the problem, though. They do. They look like they're, they're outscoring their opponents right now. They look like That's they're fair. better. They lose close and win big. It's the it's the Bills' problem. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the same thing that the Bills do. The Jaguars don't have the talent that the Bills do, but they do the same thing where they okay, win big Okay, but their last few close. games have not looked good. Like, early no, they on, haven't. they looked a lot better. And I would say right. their, their win so far is just the difference between having a terrible coach in Herbert Meyer and a much more competent one in um, – don't disrespect the coach of the year. Come on. <laughs> Who's their coach right now? Um, I don't know. Uh, is, uh, Doug Peterson. Thank Doug you. Peterson. You know Doug why? Peterson. No, is Doug it... Peterson could turn it around. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that this season is a flop. We've seen some high marks off them. Like, yes, next week will probably be a testament of how well can Trevor Lawrence perform um, and how well that defense can hold up against the Chiefs' offense. But, like, this is a testament to seeing how Lawrence is doing. Like, he's been performing well. And with Calvin Ridley added for next season, I really think, like, this season is just to see, to get Lawrence more reps to throw deep, be more confident in his throws, let it fly. You have Christian Kirk, who's basically a top receiving for uh, Kyler last season. So now you have him with a strong uh, Lawrence now. Yeah, a strong number two. But, like, going into next season, you had Calvin Ridley 
for it, and he's going to be wide receiver one. You got Kirk as a wide receiver two, and it's like you're finally giving Lawrence receiving options to finally do something, and like from his rookie year. Yep. Mm -hmm. my, my only problem with that analysis is first we don't know if Calvin Ridley is going to play, and we don't know what he's going to yep. look like. I think you're right, Andrew, but also we don't know. Here, here's what I'll say. We'll cross that line when we get there. Mark it right here, 7.37 p.m. on 11-8-2022. Next year, they're not going to be calling Trevor Lawrence a bust. It's breakout season. It's going to be the same thing as like a Josh Allen. He's going to be fine. Just there... mark, mark it right now. I, I am calling it. He's going to show it next year. Were there I... people calling Trevor Lawrence a bust? Yeah, yes, people yeah, calling man. him a bust right now. Not a lot. It, not, I mean, it's not bro, like, what? Kind of a, it was a bust. People were calling him a bust at the end of last season, but – I gotta say, I I definitely am also. I'll give into the hype of uh, of him developing like Josh. I mean, also we're seeing another quarterback do that with Jalen Hurts too. So it's right. Everybody yeah, wants Patrick Mahomes. Like they want the that to happen bro. the first year, and I'm like, you, that's not happening. First they and need foremost, Pat Mahomes was put into the best situation ever. He's got Andy yeah. Reid, he had Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Yes. Trevor Lawrence was quite literally thrown into the second worst situation of all time behind Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, you get coached <laughs> by Urban Meyer instead of uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna struggle and suck. Like plus, just... plus Pat Mahomes sat for a year behind Alex Smith is what people right. forget. Like exactly. Okay, I'm moving to the I'm moving to the NFC. Yep. If everybody's good with that, we're good. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Keep it chugging. Um, I'm gonna start Yeehaw. with the top of this here. Oh. I'm I'm gonna start with the top of this here. Uh, we're gonna go right here to the Bucks. Uh, we were a little high on the Bucks, guys. Hey, they're still number. They're still first. Okay, yeah. I do have to ask. Can everybody see what I'm pointing at? Because on my screen, it just yeah, gives me like a pause it. preview. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, they're still in first. I still believe this is a team that makes the playoffs, and I still believe they're mm -hmm. a threat to go deep in the playoffs. I don't doubt yes. Tom Brady. That's just not it's, something it's, they do. You don't bet against him. You don't bet you, you against really Robert can't. Edward Patrick Brady. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, another thing, too, is in that game against uh, – um, in that game against uh, the Rams, they had it was six drops by wide receivers, and this is these are receivers like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans dropping passes. So I'm not surprised that you know they struggle because when your receivers drop balls, you know those six passes are a lot. I, I believe it's like four or six of those. Yeah, four or six of those were potential touchdowns. Mike Evans had two deep ball drops against the Panthers that would have been touchdowns. So even the what was it one of those drop passes and against the Rams was on a third and goal where Scotty Miller drops it even though he was wide open. So yeah, it's the Bucks just have bad luck. No, this is definitely a team that once they get healthy, get their run game going a little bit. This is still a Super Bowl team potentially, but it really depends on how they're able to get focused on, you know, going forward especially well, those question, wide receivers yeah question yeah. number one is can they get a run if yeah, they can't no. get that they're dead in the water steve yes. i think it was you and i were talking about the bucks before we we're doing some recording stuff on sunday and we're talking yeah. literally the Bucks season hinges on whether the whether they can get that run game going or not brady mm -hmm. looks fine he's second in the nfl in receiving or passing yards right now and that's yeah. with mike evans having some very unusual on mike evans like drops chris yeah, godwin not not playing half the year. Julio, jo Julio Jones only playing three games so far out of nine. 
and Scotty Miller, you know, being put into obscurity until literally 30 seconds to go in the fourth quarter last night. And letting it blink off not, his face mask. Not last night, two <laughs> nights ago. But, like, if the Buccaneers could just focus, they're going to be fine. Literally, they're just having so many mental errors, and I believe probably some of it has to do with Brady not being as on, on them as much because of what he was going through. I think this Bucks Brady wasn't locked in. Brady, I really do believe he was not locked in until this no. <laughs> Now, like, honestly, the horse is over. Justin said it kind of jokingly, but I don't think he's announced. I don't think he's wrong. No, it literally said it on Facebook the other night that Brady is undefeated as of the divorce finishing. No, it definitely is. I'm just saying, like, that's more of like a joke people are talking about. It's like more. Oh, gotcha. But it's not. It's like a like your joking analysis is kind of quite literally like, going at. I think it's accurate. I think it's accurate. Now you have Brady pissed off and fucking uh, part of my French audience. And you have him like focused now and pissed off after the divorce. I mean, I feel like the NFC. I mean, just give it one game, but the NFC potentially should be crapping their pants right now because that is not what you want as a league. Is a pissed off Tom Brady. That's Dude's the last pissed that he lost a a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know he's pissed pe- off when he loses rings, and now he's short. According to him, not an important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh. like, <laughs> still, I think he's truly pissed. That's a joke, though. I genuinely think Tom Brady really loved his family, and it is sad to see what happened to them over there. But I, he's mentally just not able to care for a family and football. <laughs> like, I don't think oh he was a bad God. dad. Let me say that. Let me say that. I don't think he was necessarily a bad husband. I don't know what's going on there. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying, like, at this point in his career, like. I don't think he, like we've said it, we don't think he can live without football. He said he can't live without football. So at this point, he can't care for his family without football. Okay. We're a little low, we're a little low on the Falcons <laughs> here, boys. A little low. Uh, no, Brady actually, low. Uh, this Falcons team has impressed me. I thought they were going to be absolutely hot garbage. Same thing with the Seahawks when we get to them in a few minutes. Uh, we're about right on the Saints and about right on the Panthers. This doesn't surprise me. Uh, that's really all I got to say about the NFC South. Little high on the Bucks, little low on the Falcons. Right, we're pretty good here. Pretty good. <laughs> I feel bad. Honestly, I do kind of feel bad for Baker because now he's doing <laughs> defensive snaps. No, oh, he, he replaced nah, he got, in the second he, half last night. Last that's true. Week. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And he, he got to play well too. <laughs> he like didn't he give him the win? Didn't they win? No, they lost. No, no, no. they got annihilated, forty-two to twenty-one. That's right. Yeah, well, he got touchdowns when the Bengals didn't give a shit. So, I mean, we'll see. Listen. That's, that's up for interpretation. So, honestly, pretty good in the NFC North. Uh, the Vikings are better than we ex- – or at least projected to do better far, than we yeah. thought they would. Uh, not by far, but, you know. The Lions haven't been as good as we thought they were. That was my sleeper pick. I think I convinced everybody to put them in the playoffs somehow. They, uh, they're my sleeper yeah, pick, too. They, they should be better than – they should be a lot better. But. They they they're the same as they are last year. That's the problem. We thought they were taking a step forward this year, and they're literally the same where they can't win the games they're supposed to. I think when they get Jamison Williams back, and then they have two first round picks this year. I think they're going to invest on the defensive side again. A spoiler for and tomorrow tomorrow's episode. Mm-hmm. No, I do not have them doing that. Spoiler for tomorrow night's episode. Go or tomorrow's episode dropping at three o'clock. Everybody go watch that mock draft video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But tell JT's well, wrong. Yes, uh, I am absolutely wrong. correct. I'm not gonna lie to you. Jared Goff has played great this year. For the most yeah. part, in the last couple of weeks, he's, he's been really good. He's not bad. I just think, I mean, I, I did just say, well, you need to stay a quarterback, but, like, I just don't like Jared, Jared Goff. <laughs> oh, man. All right. The Bears Mostly are because he's not we... getting my receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown, to be number one. <laughs> That's <laughs> why. Again, Get him Austin out of here. is just having a tough time in fantasy. If you guys want, <laughs> please set, type in the chat, hashtag sad Austin to send him your report. Do not worry. I sure will get him a comfortable couch to watch the playoffs in our league this year. Ooh, <laughs> I'm now coming. I'm coming. My team Bill just played that. Austin, and gonna, play again for the rest of the season, though. In That's the playoffs. I'm coming but, for you in the playoffs. I mean, Austin does have Bill Cooper Cup it. now since uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah, suck it, Steve. Austin, I'll <laughs> see you in the losers bracket. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Either hey, way, no matter where. Let's talk about it. My team is making an upward swing right now. Yes. I am making an upward swing. I was projected last, and now I'm projecting to be at least in our league right now. Well, we'll get eight, teams, eight teams make the playoffs anyway. We'll get there. I know, <laughs> but like, I'm doing so much better than I expected. Oh, mm-hmm. man. All right. Little low on the Bears. Again, one of those teams that we just, you know, I mean, nobody was Screw high. Screw you, Justin Fields. <laughs> I'm I'm still salty about that Pats loss because the Patriots won that game. They'd be in second in the AFC East right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Packers are worse than we thought they'd be, but that's honestly not surprising because I harped on it, and I think I harped on it and said I don't think the Packers are going to be that good. Mm-hmm. But are they going to throw to? Like, normally when you have guys like Aaron Rodgers, they can overcome that for the most part. But right now the Packers don't have any starting caliber wide receivers on their roster, and it's bad. It's just bad over there in Green Bay. They're down bad. And the Vikings are up. The Vikings are happy right now. They're sitting with Kirk Cousins and his $40 million deal and winning games. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I will say, they're so surprising. Oh I can't God. believe their defense is as good as it is this year. That's what surprised me. They were not supposed to be that good this year. No, okay, like, no, they the were Lions, The Lions trading away TJ Hawkinson to them was probably one of the stupidest trades that could have happened. Yes. That, that, is, no sense, that is something Great that may help me win. No sense. Great Make on no the sense. fucking Vikings. Right on the fucking Vikings, you just added another huge weapon on your fucking team. You got Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, uh, now TJ Hawkinson, and Dalvin Cook. Kirk has so many weapons to throw to. I don't know who you're going to cover on that team. He's going to go like 16-1 and, or 7. What is it? 7? Uh, 16 yeah, 16-1. One. One. He's going to go 16-1 now and choke in the first round. All I can say is that TJ Hawkinson trade made me like I, I had a wet dream because of that because uh, he's looking amazing, and well, that helps Amon Ross St. Brown. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if it necessarily helps him, but what it does is it helps T.J. Hawkinson because he's getting all the leftover targets that Jefferson doesn't get when they're double covering him, and I am loving it. He had a great first week. That yeah, might help me with the league. That might that just gave me the, like a, a top three tight end to go along with Cooper Cup. Uh, Derrick Henry and uh, yeah, too bad you got bad luck, and no matter who you're playing, they're gonna outscore you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. Okay. I have to win out. I have to. Win out. <laughs> yeah, that's all we really gotta say about the NFC North. We're right about the Vikings, wrong about the Ly- uh, Lions, and everything else is pretty decent, except we're a little low on the Bears. Um, well, let's go to the last two. Uh, we got. I'm gonna go up here. We got the NFC West. Uh, bro, what is up with the Rams? <laughs> Uh, they need Andrew, what is it, Andrew um, Whitmer, Whitworth? We we literally got this 
almost completely backwards so far. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am so yeah. shocked. We really should have taken into account the Super Bowl hang. No, but yeah, the Rams should the Rams shouldn't have the Super Bowl hangover. The Rams won the Super Bowl. There's no, no reason the, for them to look this bad. The Super Bowl hangover is usually the one that wins it. My my there, problem with the there's with the no Rams. reason. I mean, What's look the at the Warriors. The Warriors had the Super Bowl hang, not Super Bowl, but the the title hangover this year as well. So that far. also makes no sense. I'm gonna do a, we're gonna do a video covering what the Warriors. But the Rams, there, but. The, let me really break it down. First part is they need. I think it, what was it? Andrew Whitmore is he? Their offense. Whitworth. No, Whitworth is retired. He's retired. That's what I'm saying. He retired. So yeah. that was huge. Uh, we didn't realize how big it was. That was huge for them because they have, aside from all their running back problems and. Please carry on, Williams. Please come back. Um, but they have no running back depth, I guess, or, or nobody that seems good enough. I don't know what's up with Cam Akers and why they don't want him, but he's in their offensive line. It's just good. They can't protect uh, Matthew Stafford, which is pissing me off because he's the quarterback and the reason I'm losing this league. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah, they just suck. Um, Cardinals? Uh, I really, I'm just not I'm high. Not surprised. On, I'm not high on uh, their uh, miniature quarterback. There, um, he is miniature like a, an action figure. That's basically what he is. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, I, <laughs> he's just not. He's probably a stable quarterback overall, but he's not going to win them. I don't think a lot of games as much as we thought he was going to. Listen. I, I think they're just screwed because of the new call that they came out. So I, I don't like the Cardinals. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Listen, I said it when Kyler Murray was drafted. I like Kyler Murray. You're not going to win with a five foot nine quarterback in the NFL. They can't. Nope. They can't see. It, like it's mm-hmm. an actual thing. Like short quarterbacks. Tua Tagovailoa, who is six feet tall, talked about this. When you are shorter than like six two, and you're an NFL quarterback, there are just spots on the field that you cannot see because your offensive line is massive. Like you can't see through these guys. You can't get around them. And that what Russell Wilson always outside the pocket. What That's Russell Murray's always. Sorry. No, you're right. Kyle Murray is yeah, always outside always, the pocket. Always, Russell Wilson, like, same thing. It's just like you got it. You got to be in that pocket to be able to throw over them just to see, protect it, and the, that's what's costing them. The problem with Russell Wilson is the fact that he used to sit in the pocket and be able to pick through his lineman's lanes, which is what you have to do as a short quarterback. And Tyler Murray just does not do that. He doesn't do it. And, it like, they can't see the middle of the field. It's bad. The uh, Cardinals and the Rams we were uh, a little high on. I don't think this is changing. I really don't. No. I think the biggest threat to the Seahawks right now is the 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo is just a winner. Um, we had them at 7-10 and 10 because we thought Trey Lance was going to struggle this year, I think justifiably with the way that we saw him play. And... They're getting back to it. They just got Christian McCaffrey added. I think they're going to get better than this 4-4. Four and four. I think there's a legitimate chance they win the NFC West. I mean, I've got a nine-game sample size of what the Seahawks are right now. I don't know if they stay this way, but we essentially got this flip. We were a little low on the Seahawks. What, a little. Was possibly, was yeah. possibly a little One low on the 49ers. <laughs> I honestly thought the Seahawks, like, I, I could see there's them going 0-17. Oh, but no one expected Geno Smith. I think we referred to this as maybe, if not the second worst, the worst roster in the NFL. Quite possibly a we hundred so times wrong. in that video. <laughs> we were 
so wrong about how bad that was. Also, nobody knew exactly how good Kenneth Walker was going to be. I did think he was going to be a good running back. I liked him coming out of um, uh, Michigan State, but... I mean, Rashad Penny had taken a big step, too, before IR, but... It's true. It's true. Um, I think well, Kenneth Walker's better, that, but... That defense is also stepping up. Like, they have a rookie corner out They're there not... who's putting up numbers. Yeah. Like, it... freaking Richard Sherman stays. Like, yeah, that's, Tari- that's how it is. Tariq um, Woolen is an athletic monster. He's an athletic yep. freak. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, their 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 defense isn't insane. It's good enough to win them games because they're off good. That's fair, and, it, and it's getting better because I mean, mm-hmm. two hundred twenty points against right now is not. That's why. It's, no, it's not, not great. At all. <laughs> that's not one great. of the worst, actually. Uh, well, they played a game more than most of these other teams. Like that's, Arizona's well, defense fair. is Arizona's defense is worse. <laughs> but I mean, if you went and you looked two hundred, they'd be around two hundred. You know, 20 points yeah. is probably a place where they'd be around. So 200. And there's not that many teams that are worse. I mean, you got the Bears, the Lions, and most of the teams are under 200. So, yeah, not that great. No, I'm with you. I mean, honestly, the NFC West was a wild card. I thought this yep. was going to be one of the better divisions in football besides the Seahawks. I just but, like the storyline. Hey. The storyline's great. Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. uh, what? Where? How? Where Russell did you Wilson from? was the problem. <laughs> Russell Wilson was the problem, literally. I mean, we disrespected – I do have to say we disrespected Carroll a little too much. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. a good coach, and we probably shouldn't have said they're going to go 1-16 with a that, That's true. I don't think we even talked about Pete Carroll at all. I don't no. think we talked about him at all. We just, yeah. we just didn't think he could overcome that – what we thought was an awful team, and they're just – they're not Which, bad. Looking <laughs> at it now, I mean – they still had DK and Tyler Lockett, and they got Noah Fant. So I don't know how we were like, nah, this team's garbage. Mm-hmm. I really don't understand how we got to that conclusion. No, they are <laughs> so much better than I ever anticipated. I mean, they, <laughs> I just, wow. I just, I can't believe it. They, they already are just blown out our expectations. But good for the Seahawks. You know, good for them because being a Seahawk, Seahawks fan, and imagine just, just going to season knowing, oh, we lost a star quarterback. We're going to suck. And then Geno Smith is like, guys, don't worry. I got you. It's going to be okay. I didn't, I didn't write back. Don't worry. I got you. We didn't write back. <laughs> that is the most amazing quote, I think, in, in all time, maybe. It's top Bro. tier. That's top tier. Well, you, listen, you, when you got a quarterback who doesn't make you call their manager to set up phone calls and text messages, <laughs> uh, I think that helps. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Dude, what is wrong with Russell? Bro, imagine, like, Russell Wilson fucking needs, uh, needs to set, get his manager to send out his Snapchat streaks to people. Let's be honest here. He has, a, he has an assistant to do the wordle for him. I mean, I love Russell Wilson uh, because of, you know, what he believes in and stuff like that. But, dude, what, what is wrong with you right now? There's just there's a lot wrong with Russell Wilson right now. I think he's just struggling over in Denver. Nathaniel Hackett doesn't help. That's true. Not at all. Let's move to the best. I can't believe I'm saying it's the best division in football right now. That is actually not true. (laughs) Winning, uh, no winning record, uh, record wise is actually the AFC East. Yeah, is it actually? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Every team's over five hundred. Oh yeah, so it's right. it's close. I think no, the um, I think the NFC East has more combined wins, but yeah, more combined the NFC East is over five hundred. I will say, how about this? And I, I believe say, the Bills have only lost to teams in the AFC East. <laughs> yeah, they lost to the the Jets Titans. and the Dolphins. No, I mean not the Titans. The, yeah, the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. 
I so, love that the Giants have <laughs> the Giants have the same number of wins that we predicted, but we're like <laughs> only eight weeks in the season. But they yep. could lose all, all loses nine now. Games. That's what I'm saying. All Here's the Pats are going to run the table, and the Giants are going to. No, no. <laughs> I just want right, that happen so I can give it all to Kyle. This huge L. Let's uh, yes. start with these Eagles who fly. Eagles fly. Let me don't don't get what I'm about to say twisted. I think the Eagles are very good. I haven't yes. seen them play. Overrated. <laughs> I haven't seen them play anybody. No, it's true. Um, they haven't no, played. Their I, very easy. They beat they beat the Cowboys, but Cooper Rush was playing. I don't necessarily think that's a knock against them, but I don't think it helps their case of saying they have they've played somebody. Um. The Eagles, we obviously had them winning the division. We thought this division was going to be the NFC least like we thought. I am an Eagles believer. I think they are a Super Bowl contender. But I really need to see them play another playoff team. Who's their first playoff team they're playing? Uh, No, they played the Vikings. They played the Vikings already and crushed them. Yes. Okay. You know, you're right. Okay. There Mm -hmm. it is. There it is. That's the one. And they beat the Dolphins. Or was that preseason? That was preseason. And the oh, Dolphins sorry. slaughtered them. Holy <laughs> shit. Preseason doesn't matter. It's okay. Um, but um, their schedule doesn't get any harder over the next three weeks. They have the Commanders, the Colts, and the Packers. They could be 11-0 and and clinch a playoff spot in three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this right here. I feel like they could end up being like, like they could finish uh, 17-0, and which would be a huge shocker, but I don't see it happening. Um, the one thing I do see it, this could end up being is like the Pittsburgh Steelers run during uh, the COVID <laughs> year where they went like completely undefeated. And then towards the end of the season, they, they went 11 and 0 and then lost what the rest of them, I think. Yeah. The rest no. of the season, they were projected number one seed and then they just flopped. No, the Eagles are by far and away a better team than those Steelers. By I, well, I'm just I saying, say, like, I'm that's the he- same thing. I'm gonna hedge my bets around fourteen and three and or fifteen and two for this Eagles team. I think they're one of one of the losses is gonna come to the Cowboys or Giants eventually. I think that's gonna happen. Honestly, I, I could see it schedule? both. I could see it both. I could see it being both. Like that's yeah. schedule, Jake. Uh yeah, I can go back to the schedule. So um, I think they win these next three games. Um I think yeah. they have a tough game against the Titans, but I think they can win that game. They have a really good run defense. Uh, they have two against the Giants, so they're probably going to lose one of those. They're mm. going to split one of these games. I think they'll lose the Cowboys at AT&T. They'll beat the Bears and the Saints as long as everybody's healthy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 15-2, and two, I'm going to hedge my if bets they, right okay, there. If they don't lose to the Titans, I think they're 15-2 and two, or with a chance at, like, 16-1. Yeah, I don't think they win out. I mean, listen, if this team wins out, that's going to be phenomenal for them. I'll be happy for them. I I'm gonna root city, for it, to be honest. I think the city of Philadelphia will burn to the ground if they go 17 and 0. Uh, never mind if they win a Super Bowl. But <laughs> um, my thing is, is if they are still playing really well and they beat the Giants the first time, and if the Giants aren't playing as like a top team by the end of the season, I really think they'll put like second te- uh, their second team in against them and kind of just let the first guys get their rest. But I feel like that'd be stupid since they got first week by. Yeah, I don't um, think they'll. I don't think they'll do that. If I don't, I don't if they have know. a chance to go into it sixteen and zero. I don't think. No, I don't think they do that. If they go into it undefeated. If they go into yeah. it fifteen and one, then I could see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I also think yeah. the only time the Giants will beat them is this game right here, where they have them at home. I think the Giants need to be at MetLife to do so. 
Yeah. I'm just going to say that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. but, I mean, this Eagles team, yeah, I mean, the Steelers, the Steelers from the get-go, we knew they were a fraud because they were very limited on offense and were carried by the defense. They were similar to the Patriots the year before because we started off hot in the first couple of games, but then our offense wasn't able to do anything. So, but this Eagles offense is on fire. Here's the thing. Their defense and their offense. 135. Yeah, and two three twenty five, and then you can go into more depth about like all the. Mind stats. you, they've played one less game than most of these teams, so like mm-hmm. their offense is hitting at a high clip. If you took, if you just do the math here, they're giving up about seventeen points a game. Mm-hmm. I think I did that math right. Uh, that's eight and zero. Let me check. One thirty five divided by eight should be about sixteen point eight or sixteen point nine. Yep. Yep. That's pretty and, damn good. That's good for them. That, it's nuts. <laughs> that secondary is then scary. That oh Darius my! Lay and Chauncey Gardner in that backfield. Oh my god! Here's like, how you beat the Eagles. You gotta hope that your run game can get its stuff together. Because if you can get a run game play action pass, you might be able to move on this offense. Because if not, it's gonna be dangerous. That's Honestly, why Derrick Henry is scary. <laughs> I mean. That I guess we've said everything we can about the Eagles. It's absolutely amazing that they're eight now. Uh, very happy for them. Very happy for that fan base. And I, I, I want to say I have said it for two of them. Now I have not been right about a bunch of quarterbacks, but I obviously have been right about certain ones. And I don't think we ever really talked about this because way before any of us were doing this. Yeah. I wanted Lamar Jackson when we took. Who did we take before him? That uh, Sony Michelle. Is that was no, Isaiah Wynn. Uh, yeah, Isaiah Wynn, which he's been good. Uh, like, that's good. And I understand we had Tom Brady, so that's why they took Lamar. Okay. I still wish we had taken Lamar. That's but you know what? I'm okay with him not taking Lamar. If we had taken like, someone like Jalen Hurts, I thought he was going to be decent coming out of after I'd seen him go to Oklahoma. And I saw well, the thing I saw from him was he was the flexibility to be able to learn, which is why I thought he was going to be good in, in football or in the NFL, I should say. Um, that's fair. Because there's a lot of guys that come out that are high prospects, Sam Darnold, other guys that you look from season to season and they don't develop. Even in college people are like, ah, it's okay, they'll be fine. NFL. And I'm like, why would you think that a guy that doesn't develop in three years in college is gonna all of a sudden just develop it? Because it's like, yeah, he's got arm talent, he's got all the talent in the world, but he gets to the NFL and you just think he's gonna magically develop a, a different personality or a different work ethic or just the ability to develop. Like, uh, doesn't happen. But when I see a guy go from Alabama. He's doing well at Alabama, but he gets benched for Tua, comes Which back in. Which was fair. And no, totally fair. Not, I'm not, you know, whatever. You know, if you're not better than the guy, you're not better than the guy. It's, it's fine. Um, he wasn't better than him at the time. I think right now he's definitely better than him. But um, point is, he's at Alabama. He gets benched after. Uh, what, did they win? The, they lost the time. No, so Tua, they, Tua, they were Tua losing. Came in, Tua came right. in and brought him back. And then yes, the next SEC he comes in for Tua, saves them, then Tua gets the starting again, and then he transfers to Oklahoma, comes in and um, faces them, and I mean, you know, anyways, they lost, but like, the point was that he developed under Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, and did well there, and changed his style, too, where he was more of a pocket passer, less of a runner like he was at Alabama. So that was what I liked about him coming to college, is that he was he had the open mind to develop. I'll also say that he did sit for a year at Alabama, and I love that team aspect. I... There are very few times where I'm wrong about guys who come out of college when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. Yep. Jalen Hurts, I was wrong. 
even before this year, I wasn't high on him. I was wrong. Jalen Hurts gets all the respect. I was rooting for him, but I didn't think he was going to be that good. I thought the limited arm strength was going to hinder him. He's 8-0. I can't really say anything about that. So, no, great for Jalen Hurts. I uh, love it for him. Uh, and I he went wrong. in the second round, and I was so mad when we did <laughs> He went, like, Dude. what? 40, 50, something like that, and I was so mad that we he, did it. Was Cowboys, the Cowboys were thinking about drafting him, too. Like, that's how yeah. much praise, like, teams had on him. And I was like, like yeah, ultimate team guy. I was like, Bill, just take him. Let him sit for, because what, he was drafted in 2019? Uh, somewhere around there. One of those yeah. two. One of those drafts. Uh, 2019 for, or, I think, coming or whatever, because he played in 2019. Uh, he was the same draft season, I think, as uh, Tua. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Tua was a year later, I think. No, am I wrong? Uh, no, no. I think, I think. Well, who came out with Mac Jones? Who came with Mac Jones? Justin Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So Tua, I think, was the year before. Yep. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts was. Yeah, you guys are right. Guys yeah. Are so right. Jalen Hurts. So 2019 is when they took him, and then he sat under Carson Wentz 2020 until the end when they kicked him, they benched him, and then yeah, last yeah. year was the first start. So it was yeah, like so in a regular season game, and then they were like, "Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna run with." Right. Uh, so 2020, the year we would have had. Um, uh, Cam, Ka- Newton. I mean, Cam Newton, thank you, um, Steve's favorite. Um, we would have had Jalen Hurts instead. And listen, I, I don't think that. that's any better that season. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I I don't. Here's the thing. Even if it's not better, I don't care because he's developing. So like, I wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, but, I like that, that would have been the same season as like, versus his first season when he kind of just was there, but he just like didn't perform well because he was still learning the system under Doug Peterson. But then Nick Sirianni comes in, and then it's like he has to change up his whole entire game plan, and he still is thriving under it. Like, I really I, think. Like that would have been a that's that's a rebuild season right there under Hertz. I also right. can't say enough about how well Nick Sirianni's coaching this football team. Oh uh, yeah, just, I think we can end the Eagles analysis right there and just say Nick Sirianni's great. Jalen Hurts is killing it. The team is running on all cylinders. Oh yeah, yes sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sir. Uh, the ca- the Cowboys are a little bit better than we thought they'd be. Um, I think all of us were kind of down on the Cowboys because they've been down the last few years and they've come back and been really good. Hey, Micah Parsons has completely changed the defense. Mm-hmm. All we really need to stay there. Brian Dayball has done an incredible job with the Giants and Washington is literally headed for where we thought they'd be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And disappointing, but... Oh disappointing, well. <laughs> but not, not unexpected. <laughs> All right, boys, that's going to conclude our mid-season recap of our early season predictions. Um, Got some things right, got some things really wrong. I'm okay with that. That's what predictions are for. We're made to look stupid. They're supposed to make us look stupid. Yep. Now, it is election day, boys. So, let's do a fun little segment. Guys, and, do not uh, worry. Gonna, this is going to be a fun all, segment. That's all we're going to worry about today. I hope everybody that sees this went out and voted. Uh, I know <laughs> polls probably most places just closed, although there's probably a few of those like, late ones. Uh, well, at least on the East Coast, because right now we're on the East Coast. It's 8.08, yeah. so most of them have closed. But um, if you haven't, get out to one of those late uh, polling places and vote. Uh, we don't, no one here cares what you vote for. Well, we just want people to do the democratic process because we know it's important. Make your voice heard no matter what you believe in. Um, but anyways, let's get to the fun stuff now. Jake, what are we going to be picking? <laughs> oh, oh, boys. Okay. So, as non-political as possible, obviously, <laughs> no election thing. But 
we're going to go through. I'm going to add a little wrinkle here. <laughs> the idea was what athlete would make the best president, but now I'm going to say what athlete and what coach. So you can pick any sport you want, one athlete and one coach. Which ones make the best president in your in your mind? What do you mean by best? Funnest, like, or makes it, the most whatever sense? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. You can go practical. You can go funny. You can go, like, satirical. I don't care. You do whatever you want. I'm going to start with Justin because he asked the question, and I think he's got thoughts. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear no, it. No, it's okay, Justin. We'll come back to you. Austin, hit me with it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so we're doing athlete, right? Athlete and coach. Pick oh, that's one right. Athlete and coach. Are we picking both? Like one yeah, each? Yeah, pick one, pick one of each. Okay, that's right. Sorry, I was looking at the draft results for 2019. Um, <laughs> so I would go athlete. I'm going to go coach first. Okay. And we're doing like any sport, right? So any bad. sport you want. Any I don't sport. care. Oh, God. Um, I don't care if it's women's soccer. You can pick, you can pick anybody up until up until this season. I probably would have taken Ime Udoka, but now I can't. So <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to go with not bad. For honestly, Washington. honestly, I'm going to go with um, Greg Popovich as my coach. That's fair. I think a guy who is wise, uh, but is also a fun guy from everything that looks like. Um, but I feel like would be, of all accounts in basketball, he's a great leader, knows how to get the most out of his guys. Why wouldn't that be the same in politics? Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. But I'm going to go with a guy who has leadership experience. So I'm going to go with him. And then um, let's see. Who's a guy? I'm trying to think who's a guy that I would lead. Any athlete you can think of. Like, part of me wants to go with Tom Brady because he just wins everything. Dude, that's fine. <laughs> if that's the way you want to go, that's the way you want to go. But I'm thinking <laughs> I would go with um, – the name's in my head and I can't get it out. Team? Um, uh, what sport is it? It's NFL. And, what does um, he play for? No, he's retired. Um, oh. He, he was a quarterback. Uh, I'm trying to think of the team. Uh – you know, what, actually, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go with Drew Brees. Drew Brees, okay, I like he's it. A, he's a pretty, he's a, he's a good guy, good man, community, community uh, leader, and and I like him. Yeah, so that's a fact. He did a lot for the, he did a lot for uh, the state of Louisiana, and mm-hmm. more importantly, mm-hmm. the city of New Orleans after Katrina hit yep. too. So, and you know, yeah. I'm a big guy for family man, so uh, I like. That's him. facts. That's facts. Andrew, any athlete and any coach. I think coach i'm going steve kerr that's fair that's fair um interesting one but yeah um and then player i'm gonna stick with golden state i'm gonna go kerr Ooh. okay okay a poster boy for the splashing himself so that's kind of different too because you want steve kerr who's more outspoken and steph curry's more like relate like laid back and relaxed he doesn't more, speak more like much the guy he just kind of does it done. Exactly. Yeah, he just, just kind of like does it. Guy. <laughs> if we're hey, going in alpha, job done. <laughs> if he's gonna get the job done, he's gonna get the job done. <laughs> Steven, hit me with it. Ooh, this is really tough. So for oh my gosh, for a coach. Also, I can't wait to hear <laughs> Jake's. <laughs> Bro, um, I'm not gonna do anything. You're nuts. Like, I don't I think a coach. I've been kind of struggling with this for a while, but. Uh, 
I think you should pick the owner you did in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> if he, oh man, I'm, I'm honestly trying to think of a really good coach, but <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Nowadays in, in the United States, we are in very serious debt. So we're going to need somebody who's going to save us a lot of money. So I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. I figured that's your He's not going to spend any money. He's going to save it. Granted, it might be, hey, we need new bridges. He'll be like, ah, he'll be fine. So <laughs> on to Cincinnati. It's okay. Massachusetts already has bad highways. Yeah. So actually, he'll be like, don't worry. Your highways aren't that bad. Talking to like California. So for a player... Actually, that's correct. They probably aren't that bad. Yeah. Comparatively. <laughs> I gotta say, for a player, it's really tough. I think Drew Brees is such a good option, but... You can't You can't repeat. Yeah. I've also tackled <laughs> with... Uh, hey, he's already got relations. He's really with, good. Uh, or... That's perfect. Antonio oh Brown. Antonio Brown, the CTE. AV is a clown. No, no, no. Here's, here's the thing. You should go Dennis Rodman. That man already has diplomacy down pat. <laughs> but the person I got to give it to is, I don't know. I, I I might be going double patriot here, but my boy uh, Mac Jones, there's a lot I like about him. He's very – the thing with him is he's you know he does his best to be very – he tries to be as smart of, of a quarterback as he can, but also – at the end of the day, he's like, I messed up. I know I messed up, and I got to get better. And, I mean, as a leader, this Honestly, is actually like a very serious thing. Yeah, as a leader, you really have to be able to look at yourself as well. You know, as a leader, having a, having a very honest view of everything that's going on is very important. And I think Matt Jones has got that down. And, I mean, if he hits the gritty during a, uh, a debate, <laughs> yeah. nobody's going to beat him. It's like... <laughs> Mac Jones, your opponent just sat on the side by you. What do you have to do? <laughs> and he just does a gritty, and then the, the opponent just dies. And so I think he's got this down. Dude, just honestly, I was about to say, Mac Jones knows how to have fun, too. You ever seen him gritty? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he, yeah he just, you know, he, literally, it's just like, he goes out to Putin. He's just going to gritty. Putin's not going to know what to do. He's going to be like, i got to get out of Ukraine. i got to go. <laughs> oh, man. He's just, just going to challenge him to do Justin, any coach, any athlete. So, athlete, I'm on also a Patriots kind of end. I was thinking, as he is a big people person, Rob Gronkowski would be a good Love it. Hey, person. Love yeah, it. Yeah. And... The boys would be a national He's holiday. Spike the Constitution. <laughs> Let's go. No, 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 no. He's up there getting um, uh, uh, sworn in. He takes, after it's done, he takes the Bible. He's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, he, he spikes the Bible, and the entire Christian community is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm the only guy over here. Like, ah, Gronk. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Oh as a God. as a Catholic, I would probably go nuts. Being like, same thing. Mean, same thing as Austin. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like this is sick. <laughs> Just imagine, just like, okay, oh, that's, okay, as, Justin, Kelly as well. Just imagine Jesus looking at this, like, yeah, dude, get it. <laughs> Justin, I don't think you understand how perfect of a pick that is. I love that. that. Is, oh, also, just wait for uh, the next that would be one. So, oh, get, give oh, me the God. coach. Give me the coach. So, I don't know no. almost any coaches. <laughs> I don't even know who coaches the Red Sox. So, mm -hmm. I'm Did thinking Coach Grant. 
Oh. Coach Grant? Yep. Wait a minute. Coach Grant from where? We're going to put the state on the Frisbee. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so, oh. Technically, Andrew is a coach of a high school ultimate frisbee. That's true. Oh Andrew my god! I am no, not going to go that I'm route. I'm a college coach. I'm a college coach. Guys. He's a college coach. Hey Andrew, want to be the next president? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I don't know. I don't know if I can technically because I'm adopted. Uh, you're. Oh. Exactly. Are you born? <laughs> I wasn't born in the United States. Then no, you cannot. Oh, oh, no, you wow. cannot. That's that's the only qualification and being 36 years of age. Yep, literally. Plus the age. Oh, but, do you need, like, a degree or something? No. But I Dude. do believe yeah. that if you're elected under the age of 36, they just hold the seat open until you're of age. Yeah. So, like, if we elected somebody who was 25, we'd just be presidentless for th 11 years. But besides mm -hmm. the point. Yeah. Oh, is it my <laughs> turn? Yep. Wait, yeah, right, let's go, Jake. Let's, let's hear that it. branch, then. Uh... No, uh, the vice president until somebody goes. So wait, wait, wait. So then, whoever he runs with is then the president until he's able. Uh, I don't know how it would all work. I just think they hold the seat open until you're ready, and then you get to assume the position. Can we do that? I just, I mean, like, just for like science no. purposes. <laughs> just for an experiment. <laughs> just no. kidding. I don't oh, want to do that. Oh man. <laughs> That'd be okay. We just go to both parties. The so guys, just hold off on running for a second. We want to try something. It'd be so funny. <laughs> Steve, Steve, yeah. you did take my head coach pick. But I do have another. I have another guy in mind mm -hmm. that, other than the money thing, it's like the personalities. But first and foremost, I'm gonna go player. Bro, Tim Duncan would be an amazing. Yo. <laughs> this man, first and foremost, leads by example. He just he just does it. He's he's about the fundamentals. He's gonna do the things the right way, which I I think honestly would be a great thing. Um, doing things the right way is always a good thing to do. And mm -hmm. honestly, Tim Duncan doesn't say much. Just, mm -hmm. just does just does what he does. I would love it. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah, a, a, a quiet president is, is it would is be a good change one. of pace. <laughs> it would be a good change of pace. I would prefer All these that. Guys have also, let's not let's not just talk about the fact that you know Tim Duncan's also a very smart individual and just knows what he's doing most of the time. I love mm -hmm. Tim Duncan as a basketball player, the big fundamental. Mm -hmm. Love him. Mm -hmm. uh, my head coach, popping from the same vein of Bill Belichick here. I'm gonna go with Nick Saban uh, because yeah, I've seen him. Was, uh, I've yeah, seen him a run a successful football program for 15 years and just continues to do it. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes they have down years. Like right now, they got two losses. Whatever. Team isn't as good as it. It's a down year. Yeah, when you're when your down year is everybody else's best year, uh, you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> His down um, year is president would be like, oh guys, sorry, we didn't increase the GDP by five hundred thousand percent. It's only two hundred thousand percent this time. Sorry, my bad. You sorry know. guys. <laughs> but oh, those deals, so uh, those NI NIL deals are really odd. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. those are really, really swinging his, uh, his. So his no, power I around. understand Nick Saban's problem with the NIL as set up right now. The NIL needs to iron out some kinks, which is an entire new other topic we can talk about at some point. But yes. yeah, I'm gonna go with Nick Saban and Tim Duncan. I think those guys are kind of cut from the same cloth, where they're just leaders, lead by example, do what they're supposed to, they do things the right way, keep going. And yeah, at I mean, we can go through the fantasy stuff. We've been going for an hour and 20 minutes. Anybody want to go through the fantasy stuff? I think we've hit it quite a bit, actually. So. 
I think the audience can tell by us uh, talking about players that need to do a better job at getting stats. I think they know how we're doing. I have a winning record in all three of my leagues. I'm going to say I'm doing just fine. For that hockey. For the second time ever, both of them happening this year, in the seven years I've done fantasy, I've lost twice now all of my teams in all four leagues for the, in the same week. That's happened twice both this season. I am having a terrible season across all leagues. Oh, man. No, it's Justin, I'm talking case. strictly football. Strictly football, I am a winning record across the board. In my fantasy basketball <laughs> league, I have a winning record. Fantasy hockey is a different story because I don't pay attention to it, but I should. And, I mean, if that's going to conclude the episode, guys, I'm going to remind you to like, subscribe, follow the socials. Go watch comment. that other co- comment. Hit the bell for notice. Go watch the other content that we've been putting out. We're doing a lot of work on the back end. To make sure we put uh, content out for you guys. Make sure to watch that midseason mock draft video that comes out tomorrow. And, again, go follow our socials, High School Backups, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we also have High School Backup Soccer and High School yes. Backup Hockey. We appreciate Hashtag sad Austin. Hashtag sad, Hashtag Austin. sad Austin. Let's go. Also, also, go get your grandparents' iPads. Go get your great aunt's iPads. Put them on. Go to their YouTubes and like and subscribe for them. Set them up an account <laughs> first. Also, tell them where their iPads are because they probably have can't find them. So and just probably do have that. to change their passwords. And Correct. plug their HDMI cord into the into the TV because they might need help with that. Check on their diet and their health, and then subscribe to High School Backups. Take care of your elders. Outside outside of that, family is important. Make sure to hang out with it your is. grandparents. That is actually very true, guys. That's going to be it. Peace out. Be kind to someone. <laughs>